and welcome to Playing Favorites. I'm Justin. And I'm Paul. Or do you have a special hero name? Oh, do I like a, a secret identity? Yeah, is that your is that your or is that, is that your hero name or do you have a different identity? What, what, what's My other identity is Professor Charbel. Oh, but <laughs> that's the one I try to escape every day. <laughs> there uh, you go. It's all good. Can you tell that's what I did this past week? Is we've gone back to school. <laughs> we we had an episode about that. So. We did. We <laughs> did. I got all excited, and I'm still excited. It's certainly very fun and energetic these first first couple weeks so there's definitely something good about that yes but, my, my daughter went back to school i do not work in a school, yeah but uh she hopped on the bus today and it was kind of a little little uh little emotional more for my wife than me um it's okay but, you can have feelings for it too well yeah it's you know she's with her all day i just i just went to work it wasn't a <laughs> Oh, you didn't have to deal with the actual separation part. It was just a regular day. (laughs) Well, then, in in that case, nice, nice. (laughs) You you dodged that bullet. I know. (laughs) Because I I bet if you were there, she she might have amped it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. um, Since uh, today's episode, did you ever have a teacher that was a hero? Heck yeah, I did. I I remember exactly who it was, too. Like, as, like, a hero, as, like, huh, like, maybe I'd like to be a teacher someday. Uh, and that was uh, my seventh grade homeroom and history teacher, Mr. Fauci, who eventually became a principal at Proctor, where uh, we went to high school. Oh. And I don't know if that's too much information. I don't really care. There's, like, 800 people that graduate there every <laughs> every year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Mr. Fauci, actually, I... Um, I had him in junior high, seventh grade, and I had him for homeroom both years and then for uh, social studies in seventh grade. And he was just, he was the first professor that actually, or first teacher that like watched The Simpsons and talked about it and knew how funny it was. So he was like telling us about episodes, like me and like four or five other uh, uh, students as well would just like, we would talk and I would take his like advice very seriously. Like, no, he was, he was kind of like my younger version of Mr. Feeney. So yeah, that dude was my hero. He still is. I saw him not terribly long ago too. Still remembers me. Still like says hi, you know, yeah, talking. I didn't, I didn't have a teacher that was uh, really heroic, I guess. I don't know. A hero or. I don't know if he was heroic, but I, I definitely like looked up to him, <laughs> I guess in a heroic way. The last time I saw him, he was raking his leaves. I guess that's pretty heroic. Yeah, he's uh, making sure his, his yard looked neat for everyone else. Yep. I don't know. Against tyranny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Did you have a favorite or a, a hero, a personal hero of yours, like growing up, teacher? Uh, or something? I, I, don't, I guess I didn't really have a hero. I, 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 as far as like in, in my life, I, I, I can't think of one, you know, besides my dad and, and stuff well, like that. Well, that's a big one, too. You know, I mean, I honestly like I didn't really even get along with my dad too well, too much before, you know, when I was younger. We argued yep. all the time, but you know, looking back, it's like you know, I was, you know, he is a very respectable uh, Brian Benoit head chef. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, I, I totally, I totally know that. Like, I think both of us had a similar situation where it was like a long period of our childhood was just like either in fear of or not. Uh, happy with our fathers <laughs> yep. but like uh i don't know like yeah it seems like 
turn a corner at some point and you're like, oh, like I get it, dude. Like I I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I see I see why you're the way you are. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're getting older too, so you kind of see it. But yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely for sure. But anyways, if you didn't guess, uh, we we uh, our topic for today is favorite hero. It's the beginning of our trilogy. Uh, this is a podcast where we tend to talk about a lot of stuff, but and have like a you know we talk about why we like things so much because we like to talk and i'm talking yeah. too much i'm just taking away all the lines from paul You're just <laughs> please go <laughs> keep going there, yeah as justin said as he just demonstrated there are no formal rules for this um but <laughs> our topic today is indeed favorite hero and i didn't realize how like kind of touchy-feely i would feel like doing the notes for this i was like I gotta really like define what a hero is to me, you know. Like, really have to do like what counts as a hero. But mm-hmm. um, before we warm, uh, before we start, we like to warm up a little bit if we're not already warmed up um, with a quick surprise topic, uh, in some way related to the main event. So uh, it's my turn this this week, and Justin, uh, your surprise topic is who is your favorite villain who turned out to be a hero or heroine. Oh, interesting one. Your favorite face turn, you know, where you get the person that's historically evil, you know, slowly or suddenly just comes over to the side of good. And you're... And, you know, <sighs> you, you always make it so hard for me to answer, Rayo. I, I never have a gut reaction with these things. I, I know one right away that I thought you would immediately say, and I don't I don't want to say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a minute, but <laughs> like I mean I mean the first thing that popped in my head was uh was Darth Vader, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, because he doesn't really get a chance to be good. I always well, felt he, like well, he, he was a hero first, though. Then he became a villain. Then he goes back to yeah. be good again. So I don't really know if that really counts. I don't. You know what? I don't really count him as going back to being good. I've always felt like that was like just like a kind of like, oh, you're dying. You know, yes, you turn back to the light side of the force. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he went to he went he went to the light side. He Luke did save him. You know, I mean, that's why he becomes a force ghost. But I guess oh, I guess true. I guess I guess, that I guess is evil. true. I love the Force Ghost part. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess evil people become Force Ghosts too. So I guess it really yeah, matter. yes, as we know because we've already watched. Uh, the rise of Skywalker <laughs> to <Didn't> know <laughs> everything that's happened in our wildest. Well, I was true. referring to like other medias of the Star Wars lore. Um, oh, okay, you're going for <laughs> a deep dive, and I was going for the thinking of XR Khan. Oh, excuse yep. me. Yep. Um, but no, I, 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 do you have one? Just give me, give me one, because I, I, I need to, to jog my brain. I'm trying to okay. think. Okay favorite villain that turns out to be a hero or like kind of like redeems himself a little bit um for me like it's vegeta vegeta who was this like (laughs) intensely you know almost kind of like scary villain like somebody who is very unpredictable even after um him and goku have their first huge fight um and krillin and um what's his name gohan are kind of like working with him reluctantly to like keep the dragon balls from Frieza when they're on Namek. Um, that like, he's still kind of this like unpredictable, like he's, he's definitely not a good guy yet. And it's not until like much later you're like, okay, 
he's on the good guy side. He is like fighting like for the right reasons, but he's just a jerk, you know. Like, <laughs> and then occasionally he always dips, who he, he always dips back into the whole like uh uh you know bad guy mode. Yeah, but, like like, but it's like poor decision making. Like when he challenged, like he tells Cell, like go ahead, become perfect because I actually want to challenge. Like yeah, but Goku Goku does the same joke. thing. Like Goku does this stuff all the time. He just he doesn't he he does it differently. Like he just like he lets it happen. Where Vegeta just like I'm gonna help it happen. <laughs> you know? He tempts fate, whereas yeah. Goku just like deals with what's dealt to him. Yep. Uh, Vegeta like tempts fate like that. But yeah, so he he is technically on the side of the heroes now, but uh, he's definitely my favorite villain. Um, one of my favorite villains who becomes like a, a hero. Have you have you thought of one yourself? Oh man, like I don't know why I, uh, this is like the hardest question you've ever asked me. <laughs> I mean, like who? What, what kind of villains have you seen get like redeemed in the end? Um, I'm trying to like. Uh... Oh man, I'm, I'm like I'm stumped. I'm trying to trying to fill time. Um, Somebody I mean, could. There's so many for... anime characters that do that. I mean, Piccolo is another one to kind of because I'm, I'm I'm stuck with the DVD. That's true. That's true. Uh, mode. Pretty much all the villains become good at some point. It's like re- Vegeta is definitely has a better redemption story, uh, if sure. if you would. Um, oh man, I am I am struggling with this one, Paul. <laughs> I am so struggling. That's okay. Piccolo <laughs> is a good one because he was kind of like one of those original villains, and he becomes good only because. It's not like he recognizes the the heroic side or not. He's like he's got a code of honor, and he's gonna follow that. And that code of honor happens to like align with the heroes. You know what I mean? He's like a, an ally, but he's you know like Vegeta, a little unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, all Definitely. right. All right. I, I I will think of it. Trust me, it will come to me. And I, can't, we, just... we can't stop this episode until you come up with an answer to this. Technically. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just you, saying. We're just gonna like, ramble out until I find it. That's why in your feed, listener. That's why this is listed for ten and a half hours. I don't know why. For some reason, the, the freaking character from Lost is like popping in my head, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Is was it? Is it a good character? Well, he was kind of like the, 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 you know, you thought he was like a villain character. He wasn't really a villain, more like anti-hero. Okay. And then he ends up being really good. And I can't, it was Sawyer from that show. Like, I just liked his transition from being like asshole dude that like was out for himself. And then when you start learning more about his character, because they do a lot of the backstories in that show. Yeah. Um, He ends up being like, like true, true blown hero. Like he's just, he's like, all good by the very end. Okay. It's like it's like he doesn't even have like any of that kind of like bad boy edge to him anymore. It's just like completely melted away. So um, wow, you get to like that. No, that's perfect. Like you you saw him evolve from yeah. like maybe not necessarily a villain, but certainly somebody you didn't want, you weren't rooting for. You know, you're most likely rooting against. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because well, the way they presented him, because he was the one in uh, he he was uh, on the plane as the. Uh, he was the um, he was he was arrested, so he was on there in cuffs. Like he was arrested for being a con. He was a con artist. Okay. And so, like, eventually, when people started finding out that he was the one on the plane that was uh, arrested, no one really trusted him, and gotcha. he kind of fed off that non-trust, I guess, for like the first season and a half, and then all of a sudden, you realize he's actually a pretty cool guy. Just did some bad things, you know. Sure. 
Sure. Like everyone else at that show. But, but yeah, that's the only one that pops in my head, but I can't think of uh, anything else aside from, like, obviously Darth Vader being a, the other one, and I, I don't know why I'm uh, struggling, but I think I think as we more we talk about this, it'll, it'll come to me. Okay. Okay. You got Fair my enough. wheels turning, so at least that's working. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's at least uh, piqued your interest. I really thought you were. I, this is why I was like stalling myself because I'm like, he's gonna say Vegeta, right? Like he's gonna I, say I, Vegeta. I guess, see, I think that threw me off because I super like he is full blown hero. Yeah. So like I I've completely just I always forget like forget the edge. <laughs> forget that edge. I, I I forget the 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 horrible things that he's done. Yeah, now, the, the, time, ans- the time he landed on uh, Birder's neck and broke it. <laughs> Better. And uh, like in uh, like blew up Galdo with just like a, like and tortured him basically. Yeah, I know. It was like it, uh, and one of the androids. That was another one of those like he kicked through him and you could see his foot come out of the back of his <laughs> out of his back <laughs> when he's fighting the clown android whatever with Doctor Jiro. Mhm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, he, I he was does. Just yeah, waiting he does. for you. After after uh, after uh, what the cell saga when he tries to let cell become perfect cell like he pretty much is a good guy like he he has like a point where he turns evil because he gets possessed but mm-hmm. like yep. other than that he he like he literally is a good guy like they even have like a moment at the end of the uh, Dragon Ball Z where it's like you're you're good now you have a halo <laughs> oh <laughs> that's right that's right when he's dead. <laughs> Oh, they like, literally visually give him like some sort of props with a, with an actual halo. Yep, he's not in Hiffle. <laughs> Hiffle. <laughs> um, but yeah, let, let's. Let, I think I think I'm all right. I think I think we should take a break, and I will yeah. I will come it, up with. It'll an it'll come to you. It'll come to you. Yep. All right, let's take a break, and we'll uh, come back with our honorable mentions. Welcome back. As we said before, our main topic for today is favorite hero or heroine, Justin. What's your first honorable mention? Um, okay, so you mentioned like you know like really thinking about what a hero was, uh, like or what a hero can be. Yeah. I think uh, you know maybe you know like and I actually was like thinking about like all the different heroes because like you could jump off and say so many different superheroes, right? There's like so many to pick from. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to think of ones that really what I felt meant hero because like. You look at a lot of these, like, superheroes and stuff like that, like, okay, let's just say Batman, for instance. I don't know if that's your favorite or not. It's fine if it is or not, but... It, nope. It's okay. Because, mm-hmm. like, he, he like, does heroic things, but he kind of does it in its own, his own, like, way. Mm-hmm. It's, own, it's him for himself, in a sense, right? He he does it because of he's, you know, of his, the death of his parents, but he doesn't, like, he, he only focuses on, like, crime. Okay. Yeah. He's not always. He's not really saving civilians or doing like that kind of stuff as much. No, he's he's in the underworld basically most of the time. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a favorite superhero comic book character because I feel like one of those has to be brought up and who I think kind of encompasses that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna lean to Marvel, and I'm going to say Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Hero that. Never gives up. Yes. Like, I, I just, like, I was thinking about it, like, all the superhero, you know, you could say, you know, Captain America maybe would be a kind of a shout-out. 
But I feel like his 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 uh, what was dealt to him sort of helped him become that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man like is just a kid, you know. Obviously, you know, I don't need to go through the origin of Spider Man. We're probably going to be getting one in a in a, in a in a year or so. Oh God, no! Please <laughs> tell me what what relative died and turned him yes while he was wrestling, you know, instead of going to the library. Um, but <laughs> I still I mean, love. I still. I got to just say, I still love the original, uh, like the first uh, Sam Raimi Spider Man doing the origin story. I always oh. felt that was like really spot on for how goofy it, it was. <laughs> like the wrestling, the wrestling. Uh, yeah, shot yeah. I mean, like the it. story itself. That's exactly what happens in the books, and yep. it's so goofy and goofy looking, and they 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 manage to capture it. Mm. But yep, yep. Please <laughs> keep going. Um, and I, I, I I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just to throw it out there. I'm not, I'm not a Spider-Man expert by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not read the comics. I, I I know enough, though. I understand it. I mean, I've watched all the movies. Well, aside from Andrew Garfield, or whatever his name was. Oh, you were missing quite the quite the shows. <laughs> the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man's one and two. But uh, I watched the cartoon a lot. I I know Sam Raimi and obviously Tom Holland. But the gist of Spider-Man, I feel like it's always about him just trying to do something right. It's like he might miss, like he might fail or mess up or, yep. but he's always looking to he, save anyone. It, it doesn't even matter if it's like a small thing or a big thing or like he'll he'll be heroic in any kind of scenario up to the point where he'll go to space and you know fight monsters up there. But generally yep. he just helps anyone that's around him. And to me that's that's what an essence of a hero really is. Is just someone that's willing to you know I guess sacrifice whatever they can. Yeah, to um, give to him save, save someone else. Yeah, to give to give everything. Like I feel like that's been a theme in the movies too, uh, especially the Raimi ones and the Tom Holland ones. Um, that Spider-Man has to like sacrifice himself almost, you know, to save. And like he's willing to make that sacrifice. You know, it's foolish, it's stupid. It's like what a kid would do, but that's exactly what Spider-Man does. Like he doesn't, he does not quit. He won't quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, like it's just like he. I mean, not even sacrifice his like his physical like you know well being, because mm-hmm. I mean obviously that's one of the things. But just like pushing away maybe relationships at one point or yep, you know friendships. Big... And, I mean, eventually he. I think he gets older and wiser, and maybe he starts. Maybe wiser is not the better word, but he eventually like hooks up with Mary Jane and does things like that. But you know, it's 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 always he's always kind of that same person where he's like yeah he's a little flamboyant i guess as far as like you know kind of liking the the attention yeah but like he he maybe that's the only thing he's kind of getting in return is that like attention but he he's getting it as spider-man not for peter parker himself you know it's it's almost like a, it's almost like a morale booster to the city when he acts like that um because i think people like kind of root for him a little bit more even though the cops are supposedly after him but it's not the same as like as Batman, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like he almost has like a huge following. It's just a few people in the city think he's like a menace to society. But like, I don't know. I just think he's a really cool hero. He he represents what a hero is. And, you know, I just need to give him some shed some light cuz we don't talk about Spider-Man enough, I feel. <laughs> no, we, not, we personally do not. Yes, talk about Spider-Man enough. 
we tend to focus more on, you know, like, especially in something like this, like Batman and Superman and, and, and more like uh, in heroes like that. But yeah, I mean, like if you're talking about heroes that you admire, like for being heroic, you know, like their attribute is that they are a hero first. Spider-Man is definitely, it's definitely one of them, man. Like he's, I think it is because he's almost always portrayed as young, you know, that we kind of identify with him. But yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. That is, that's like a big part of it. So it's like, it's, it's the way that like, it's it, funny it's because what, like, it's no, it was just funny that you say that because the original source material, he's like as buff as can be. Like he's just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> he's ripped. He's this nerd, but he's ripped underneath. <laughs> like <laughs> I recall that. No, those, I mean, the way that they, they portray him as such like a, you know, dweeb that's like picked on by people and he has the power to like destroy them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like that's not what this is for. Like that kind of self-control for like a, a kid is what's amazing. Yeah. Cause he listened to his uncle. That's, yep. that's really, yeah. Like he got like, a, like us and that's like, there is some truth in that. Like, not everything that your parents told you is like profound. So like you remember like one or two, maybe even like a handful of, you know, statements that they like told you and, and you're like, Oh wow. Like that's pretty meaningful. That's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. And you just get one with uncle Ben. And that's the one that like, uh, that, uh, basically motivates Spider-Man. Definitely. Um, do you have uh, any shout? Do you have a what would your next honorable mention be? I was going to ask if you had shout outs, but well, I do have a sh- uh, a quick shout out um, because I I don't know too too much about him his like historically who he was, but the film character of Spartacus from like with <laughs> with Kirk Douglas. Okay, yeah, I've never seen I've never seen the movie, so I mean he's it, it's it's a it's a great story and like it's based in fact. Um, it is like a slave basically, uh, winning his freedom by like fighting as a gladiator and then like, uh, starting a rebellion, like a slave rebellion and freeing as many people as possible and falling in love. And in the end he does, he does perish, but, um, his, his son and his wife like live and they get to escape. So, you know, it's like one of those, it's kind of like what Braveheart would try to do the same kind of thing, you know, these kinds of like epic hero movies, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, like their sacrifice meant something, but I feel like it does it really well. And it's a, it's an amazing film to watch too. Like just seeing the battle scenes, like the, it's like a, a time before CGI. So you're seeing just like extras basically trained as like, uh, and, and drilling as like a Roman army. You know, it's pretty cool. It's it's it still holds up, I think. As a just to kind of like, add this in there, because it, it seemed like a good spot to kind of bring it up. Um, I was like looking through lists, obviously of like heroes, and I stumbled, and then Spartacus was listed on this list. That's why I'm bringing it up. But I, I what the uh, this list was the AFI's so list of the American Film Institute uh, mm-hmm. list of uh, uh, heroes and villains. Ooh. And the number one list, the number one on here is is extremely interesting, and would never ever consider it, ever. In hmm. the the number one ranked, this is a, this also was made in two thousand three, just to kind of give a sense of time there. Okay, two thousand three. 
it's not like Atticus Finch or something like that. Oh, that's the answer. You're right. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you, you totally threw my stole my thunder. <laughs> well, please start. <laughs> I really thought it must have been something else because you're like, oh, it's because it's 2003. Like, gotta look at the time. But no, well, tell I, me I what I, did I you just find out? Because him as a hero. I mean, I guess he does some amazing things. I guess I would never. If I was thinking of heroes, I guess he wouldn't pop in my head. Yeah. So, you know. Cause no, I think no. I mean, it's it's hard because it's like we had to read that book. I, I believe like it was a um, required book in middle school in eighth yep. grade. I like the um, book. good book. Yeah, I like the book too, and I I read it a few more times though. Like I I kept I, I came back to it a couple more times. It was like probably one of a handful of books, you know, from high school or, or from middle school, excuse me, from like grade school and middle school that I was like, I need to read this book again. Like I loved this so much. And it was, it was because it was kind of confusing to me the first time I read it. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I understand why that one is still. No, number one. Sense. Really? I That's like, surprised. especially just, for the film, like the film yeah. itself too. Like Gregory Peck is pretty awesome in that. And that's who they're referring to, because this is all to do with, like, the Film Institute, so it's that variation. Um, But I just figured it'd be kind of fun just to do the top five on this list. Uh, Number two is Indiana Jones. Uh, Really? Number three is James Bond. Number four is uh, Rick Blaine, so Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca. Uh, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. (laughs) And then uh, Will Kane. from High Noon. I don't even know what that is. That um, it's like the but, Gary Cooper Western, right? Yeah, it's Gary Cooper. Yeah, it's Gary Cooper. But I uh, just thought it was interesting because it's like a lot, of the, a lot of the people on here I would never even consider. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they're looking at the whole of film, like film in general, like since, yeah. it, since the beginning, I guess. I guess. I can I can understand the, those choices. I'm surprised Indiana Jones is so high up on the list, to tell you the truth. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, I would have put I mean, him in like the top twenty, but not I mean, in the top ten. Harrison Ford's on uh, in the top twenty, twice. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. that's good. On Solo's number fourteen, so. Well, but just anyways, I might as well talk about my next uh, honorable mention, which is uh, Han Solo. Awesome. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect to. Thank you. See, well. All right, I stole your thunder, you stole mine. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) We're even. But (laughs) I love Han Solo as a hero, man. Like, it's because he's, he, it's almost like he's lying to himself through most of uh, episode four, like the first time we ever, you know, saw him. And he's like, I'm not a hero. I'm just a smuggler. I just do things for money. Like, it's it's almost like he's trying to convince himself almost as much as he's trying to convince us. Because when he comes back and saves Luke from Vader in the end in the Death Star trench run, um, like you knew, like that was the turning point. Like the choice um, he made right there was like him becoming who he was meant to be. You know, if he didn't take that, if he didn't make that choice, like he'd be a completely different person. But um, I like because, like, in I think it's Shadows of the Empire. Or, um, or maybe, no, 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 it might have been like the Tales of the Bounty Hunter from the Expanded Universe books, where uh, Han Solo is talking about the the moment when he made the choice, where he's like, every 
every so often he wakes up like in a cold sweat thinking how close it was that he didn't go back and save his friends. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's like that the. It wouldn't, like, have been Shadow, it wouldn't have been Shadow of the Empire because he was frozen the whole whole book. That's true. It was the uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunter. The uh, okay. uh, I forget his name. I think it's, a, it's like Wolf. Somebody's I forget his full name, but his last name is Wolf, the author of the uh, Boba Fett story okay. in there. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd love to hear what you have to say because I know you obviously have an opinion about this. Sure. But, I, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I think any topic we have, I think, well, will Star Wars fit in this topic? Let's find out. It's it's hard when this is like such a cultural to- uh, touchstone for you and I, right? Like this was. Mm-hmm. But um, Han Solo, I mean, I, I, I thought of him. I mean, I guess I guess there's other members in the Star Wars universe that I would put higher, which actually are on my list. Um, but I, I, I mean, Han Solo is a great character. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say you're wrong. He is a great Thank hero. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, he, he's who I thought of, like, because like for some reason I can't think of a villain <laughs> cliffhangers forever uh, of of that turned good. But he's like one that's like that, you know, that roguelike character that turns good. You know what I mean? Yep. You watch it, do you know? You see that happen. Like there's clear, it's clear as day. Like he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that scene for the first time, and that was so exciting. Because like I, I think I didn't, I didn't know how that panned out. I think the first time I saw it, because there's something about Star Wars when I first see it. It's like, oh, I knew that was gonna happen. I just didn't know when. It was like that scene. I was like, oh wow, that's cool how they did that. All right, that's that's a cool, that's a fun, a fun little thing that happens that like really helps Luke win, and then it kind of like unifies them as like a group you know it's like okay we all do this together kind of a thing and uh but i know hanzo is great um as far i mean you could go in deeper with like the the expanded universe and all that stuff and i think there's always something about han solo where he's always going to do the right thing even though he tries to push against it and it even shows that in force awakens you know i mean like even they take that character that far because it's like he's just like truly trying hard to like kind of like drop these two kids off like ray and finn yep and you know he just he just knows that he has to make the right choice and i think chewbacca is that kind of balancing person because I, I really want to know that what happened in the millennium falcon after they decided to leave and chewbacca probably just yelled at him or something like <laughs> yeah in that um in that expanded universe story it said like chewy was like silent with rage you know like he was so oh, pissed. like he was just quiet like not even saying a word and, and basically like Hansel is like muttering to himself mm-hmm. and then he's like, fine, we'll go, we'll go back. And like, <laughs> and then they go. So basically <laughs> Chewie gave him the silent treatment. It's so funny. That's a weird worked. transition. Cause it's like, it's like him being like, yo, having like a, yo know, a, a fight with his code pilot to him saying, Yahoo. Yep. <laughs> because, well, that's the thing. Like he feels He's he's doing the right thing. He's finally doing exactly what he should be doing. I guess, I guess that's like what I like about him is like you watch him become a hero, and then you get to see him like turn into more of a hero as the, you know, as the. And, and it's funny because he's like that person that is always trying to leave. Like he doesn't want to be a hero. Like you, no, you think, no, no, no. He doesn't he... think he's worthy half the time. He, you know, he's like I'm not that kind of person. You know, don't put that responsibility on me. But. He's exactly who they need most of the time. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly how he's written. Well, I'm going to throw in my Star Wars, which was on my list. I wasn't even sure if I was going to put it in an honorable mention or not, but I'm so excited that you brought Star Wars. So let's 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 go for it. Let's go. 
Um, I was going to say Princess Leia. Nice. Nice. And kind, and kind of, I had a combo Star Wars hero-ness. Kind of bring the, the, the heroine into the conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to say Ahsoka Tano at the same time. Oh, from the Clone Wars, yeah. Yep. But Princess Leia, I feel like, out of all the heroes in that universe, she, even like as you go deeper into the, the, the newer movies, like she's always about really, you know, trying her best to you know do the right thing as far as help everyone in the universe mm-hmm. but like either through diplomacy or through fighting like she doesn't really jump to one like answer is the the the, the way to do it and i just like that perspective of her it's like she has that kind of rough and tough kind of like mentality but at the same time yep. she also thinks things through she she follows like the commands and she kind of she creates a group of people to fight versus just her being the only one that does it no, she yeah. knows how to organize. That's like, yeah. she's the kind of person that can, it's like, yeah, she's got good ideas, but she's also got people that support her and she knows how to talk. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, because she's the son of a diplomat, or a daughter of a diplomat, excuse me. Yep. You know, yep. like she know she knows how to deal with people and, you know, inspire people and get people to move. And mm-hmm. I mean, I it's mean, interesting that they took her in. She's the daughter of two diplomats in a sense. She was like kind of in her blood. Oh, and... That's true. Oh, it's it. <laughs> Hereditary title of diplomat. <laughs> Her mother was a queen. But I, it's funny because you think about it because she could do both aspects. She's willing to fight with ne- aggressive negotiations to quote Anakin Skywalker. And that, that I think is the what like a uh, is a such an interesting turn for her to be not because I I think we all kind of expected like the expanded universe her to become Senator uh, Organa, uh, but instead she becomes general you know uh general leia organa oh and the, general and the, leia so in the, the, um, the sequels? sequels yeah i thought that was a really interesting turn and um, i i feel like it, it it does make sense if you look at her character and like the way she was going she didn't seem more uh uh akin to uh diplomacy it seemed more like aggressive negotiations were her. Yeah, I mean, that's all she did for what, you know, however long it took to take the Empire down. I mean, we, yeah. we, we watched... She started with diplomacy, and then it became subterfuge and secrecy, and... Mm-hmm. But no, I think she, because it takes a lot of, uh, like, in a sense, guts to, to, to be in that position, like, you know, in a sense, of standing in front of Darth Vader and lying to his face. Yep. And even though it's just her father and really weird kind of scenario but like it's like she went through I mean, they don't show it in the movies though i feel like that's the thing they don't really showcase what she really went through on the death star um and how she just keeps you know fighting and going and, and continuing on um as far as ah- ahsoka like goes i just wanted to throw her in in there too i think about of all the jedi characters she's the one that actually like kind of does the right thing the most um like it like we were talking, I was talking about that because Luke is kind of like the hero of Star Wars, right? Luke Skywalker, right? But he initially does it for his own, like, kind of sense of wanting to be uh, what, uh, glorified and just have a sense of an adventure, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, eventually, yeah, sure, he, he gets it and he becomes older and wiser. Where, and then Obi-Wan, if you look at his original, him during the Clone Wars, he just he's just fighting a war. Like he's just doing the the logical general move. Yep. It's like you know he's never like 
oh, I'm just gonna not do this thing because that little girl is about to die. No, he was he was a general. Like he he was a Jedi, but he knew what was being asked of him. Yep, and then Anakin, you know, which who was a great Jedi during that time, same same idea, but he was a little too reckless, and he almost like forgot about the the you know he forgot things like he didn't he didn't think like well i need to go stop him it doesn't matter about all this other stuff like Mm -hmm. rasoka kind of looked all the directions she looked at all the different perspectives and i just really like her 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 way of uh handling situations as a jedi as she learned learned from both obi-wan and anakin because in a sense she was kind of being trained by both of them if you think about it yeah yeah but yeah, that's that's my answer, my my Star Wars answer for the day, for the week. <laughs> I'm interested to see what they do with her on uh, upcoming. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What's the series that she's gonna be in? Well, Clone, well, Clone Wars. Oh, uh, season, oh, the uh, season six. Season six. That's right. Yeah, I mean, she's in Rebels, and she definitely has that mentor role down pat. I just I haven't finished Rebels to really give a enough information on it, but. But yeah, that's that would be my uh. My next uh, honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I will tell you my next honorable mention is also a heroine, and that is uh, Wonder Woman. Okay. I have to tell you, like, I have been thinking about it for a while now, how much I actually really enjoy Wonder Woman in, in comics. Um, I like that Gal Gadot. Uh, I like her portrayal of her. I thought that the Wonder Woman movie was kind of boring, to tell you the truth. It just seemed... <laughs> Very, and very predictable. Like it I, it's not that I didn't like it. It was, it was fine. It was just very predictable, I guess, and that yeah. kind of took me out of it. No, I, um, I get that. But I loved uh, Robin Wright's casting in there as one of the Amazons on Themyscira, and I love the. Um, I wish that she didn't die. Spoilers, but I wish she she didn't die, and that she was going to be kind of like a more long term character in the Wonder Woman series. But other than that, I mean, I love that Frank Miller, who did the Dark Knight Returns and uh, the sequels to that, Dark Knight 2 and uh, Dark Knight 3, the Master Race. I love that he made her like an unadulterated badass. Like she is like in the third book in the last and the most recent one, she's got like a Superman's baby, which is, you know, like their baby on on her back. And she's fighting a minotaur in like the first pages of the book. <laughs> and like and it and like the baby, like she she kills the minotaur and she's like kind of bathed in blood and just standing there. And all of a sudden the baby starts crying and she's like, hush hush. And she pulls open and like starts breastfeeding him right away. Frank it's Miller, a, it's, man. You know what? It's not it was like him and Brian Azzarello and like a few other really awesome writers. Because I'm pretty sure Frank Miller is kind of crazy and senile now. Uh, but they really did a good job of making her, like, like showcasing that kind of version of her. And uh, I, know, I don't know if you've read it yet. I know you know what it is, but the Kingdom Come uh, no, book. No, I have, I have it. You do have it? Mm-hmm. You have it? Yeah. yeah oh. I, read the whole thing. I actually read a comic book. I know, it's crazy. Oh, man. So, this is our time to talk about it, finally. <laughs> I, I, loved, um, I love that. Josh gave it to me. Oh, okay. I love that in that book, though, Mark Wade made her, like, into a, kind of like a war hawk. Like, she was seeking out, like, 
Um, she eventually gets stripped of her royalty because her mission of peace is deemed to have been uh, a failure. So she just kind of goes rogue and is just like, we're going to meet the meta, the like uh, those new meta humans that are in the prison. We're going to meet them with force. And Superman is like, you can't do that. Like if you, if you, if you do that, then like someone's going to die. And she just like looks at him like you poor, simple little baby. Like, <laughs> like you don't have any idea what like real war is. And, uh, yeah, no, man. I, I love the different portrayals of her. Um, Gail Simone made her really, like, relatable. That was pretty uh, recent, like in the early 2010s. But, no, man. I I know that you have probably uh, a couple Wonder Woman fans in your household. Um, Yeah, I mean, things like her. They're not, they're not into the superhero stuff as much for some reason. Um, yeah, I mean, they liked her for a little while. They, 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 my mom was like, Trying to get him to Wonder Woman stuff, but Calista got too sucked into Pokemon. Oh, the Pokemans! So. The Pokemans got her. <laughs> In her mind, he Ash Ketchum is her is a hero. You can be one too. Just <laughs> saving a planet is that's not the right. Well, 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 you just crossed the streams, man. You just went over to Captain Planet. <laughs> Those are great heroes. They can... He is a great hero. You know, he taught me about recycling. <laughs> Anyways, no, I I'd I say I love the Kingdom Come, and um, you know it way more than I do. I've only read it once, all the way through. I can, I for some reason, I feel like you've read it more than once. Oh yes, I don't know where my <laughs> copy is, but I I know I read that uh, quite a bit. But no, it's a it's a, it's it's a great comic. I need it. I need. I would I would read it again because it was really good. I have to say, I, I really enjoyed it. The art style of that comic is amazing. Yep. But, yep. It's no, all Wonder Woman, Woman's yeah. awesome. I mean, like I, I love her backstory and how she just sort of at least from my perspective of what it is and how she just sort of like pushes against like her family and her her, her what her people to mm-hmm. say, Hey, we need to help these humans. They they, they suck. Like <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> Not necessarily, but like you know what I mean. Like she just like, no, these are they, they, we need to help man. Like there's nothing wrong with them. Let me just go. Let me go over there and we'll protect them too. Like I just like that aspect of her. And I yeah, probably yeah. They they did they did um. I remember they said like the Amazonian code is to help anyone that needs help, like regardless of uh, you know the circumstance. But they were um, Themysceros, basically, like uh, an island, you know, that you couldn't leave. So, yeah, of course, you help the people that you see. But then they're like, well, there are other people in this world that we have to help. Mm-hmm. And when they finally, and it is, it is a Diana Prince or Wonder Woman who helps bridge that gap and say, like, yeah, we're going to we're going to help them. I love uh, the way they portray the Amazons and in the film and in the, in the comic books, they make them, they never sacrifice their like literal fighting, their fighting prowess and their toughness. Um, but they do make them kind of like, um, almost like a modern, like uh, ancient Greek state somehow living in like the modern ages. They make it work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, one, one thing I'll just bring up to you really quick. Have you ever seen the DC animated origin story of uh, Wonder Woman? Like one of the more animated movies that they came no, out with. No, 
that's like my whole like understanding of, of Wonder Woman's origin is from that okay. movie. It is really well done. Uh, Nathan Fillion voices uh, the whoever the guy air pilot that crashes is. Oh, the uh, what's his name? Captain Kirk, the new Captain, <laughs> Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk Chris, yeah, will... Chris Pike. Yeah, yeah like he Pike? he Pine. he uh, does, he plays uh, that. Nathan Fillion is the uh, voice actor for that. But um, I, I I really liked that one. That was really nice. The the animation. I love the DC. The DC animated uh, films are phenomenal. I love those. So maybe the uh, buying the uh, or getting the subscription to the DC online service is actually <laughs> worth it, just for those. <laughs> I don't. We had a that. we had a good laugh about no, you don't, DC. You just, need, you just need Hulu for that. That's where I watch. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good laugh before uh, before this episode began about the uh, DC streaming service in that I'm like one of the biggest DC fans and I had no idea there was such a thing. Because <laughs> they only marketed it to social media and you don't use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck Batman. Uh, yeah. That's all he'll say. <laughs> I can't believe they actually said that. Really? Yeah. No, I'm pretty... I mean... I How will, to make uh, your Robin hardcore. <laughs> oh, Batman. <laughs> um, I do have uh, one more uh, to bring up before we go to our favorites. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it. Please. Um, I, I really wanted to bring this up. I just stumbled upon it, and I feel like it's a good time to bring him up. What's that? I think you're going to appreciate him. Ezio from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh, man. You know, when when you think about it, he's had a really tough life. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, like, you literally know from the beginning of his life you were born. Yes. Oh my god, I was thinking about that the other day <laughs> about the the like touch like press the X button to like wiggle as a baby, like <laughs> press the Y button to kick. But uh no, he he's a phenomenal hero. Like yeah, he's uh, you know, he doesn't that's the same we do everything like perfect like as far as like you know boy scout to my honor yeah, but he's yeah. an assassin i mean come on he's gotta do yeah. some bad stuff right but he has to fight the pope i mean <laughs> 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 he has this extended fight with the pope it's a two-part <laughs> fight it's the boss but uh um, no i just i stumbled upon that and uh look at the list and i just uh like uh, his whole story arc is amazing. I love I love Ezio. Ezio is Assassin's Creed to me. Yeah, I mean, he just he's so much of it. Like I mean, they try to really kind of like keep the Altair kind of vibe with him, and which is fine because I, I didn't mind Altair. He just you know he just was he just, he he's, just fit he's the role. too depressing. I know. He wasn't he didn't he didn't have a personality. He was just like well, I'm a down and dirty assassin, <laughs> and it's like Ezio at least like you you. He was like a kid, you know. He was like a teenager, basically, and you, yep. yeah, you got to he, know him he, as a person. He liked he liked the ladies. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> but uh, no, I just wanted to throw uh, shout him out because I just thought that was a a, a do you different kind of. Do you remember when you had to wear the different cloaks when you were in different parts of uh, Italy? Vaguely, yeah, I think so. Yes, yes, I do. It was supposed to be like uh, it would. You're like wearing the local gang colors, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I would love to play those again. The rich, those those uh, two and Brotherhood and honestly, even Revelations. I I actually enjoyed Revelations. It was it, it had a good story to it. It was fine. Nothing mm. wrong with it. 
but yeah, yeah I would I would I like like two in Brotherhood are like I feel like the best and I would uh was it or no in, in three at least had the really fun multiplayer that was a uh, very very entertaining doing uh, assassins multiplayer three, I thought Brotherhood brought multiplayer was it my, uh, Brotherhood? Yeah, brother, Brotherhood. Oh, brother you're right. Player. Yeah, they improved it in three, but yeah, it yeah. was uh, Brotherhood. Yes. Yeah, they brought yeah that was good stuff, man. Yep. But uh, that's, that's, my, that's what I have left. Do you have anything else to shout out? Uh, no shout outs for now. Maybe maybe I'll bring up a couple later. But okay. no, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready to take a break here. Let's take a break and get ready to talk about our favorite hero. Hello there. Yes, you. Have you checked out our Patreon yet? It's got all sorts of fun stuff. That's right. There's a tier out there for everyone. At the 2 $5, and $10 levels, you can support the show and get perks like suggesting topics for us, submitting questions for us to answer on the air, early access to episodes, ad-free episodes, and even monthly Patreon-exclusive episodes. A little help from our listeners will help us do more great stuff. So check us out on Patreon.com slash playing favorites of course there are other ways to support us you could follow us on twitter at play podcast you can subscribe uh, as well as give us an amazing review on itunes or spotify and of course share us with your friends and family we're trying to create a community and we want you to be a part so come join us and let's all play favorites together finally justin we need a hero we need a hero. <laughs> I need a hero that turned from a villain. Uh, <laughs> Do you have the answer to that question yet, Justin? Do you have your surprise topic answer? <laughs> it's going to make me laugh more. No, I don't have the answer to your question. Then you must pay the penalty. <laughs> what is the penalty? I don't know. <laughs> I'll really? think of something. Okay, you think of that. Why I think of... <laughs> Whoever <laughs> thinks first wins. <laughs> well, we are back now. If you, if, you know, if the fancy, you know, comes across your mind here and you think of it, go ahead and and, and say it. But uh, the time has come to talk about our favorite heroes or heroines. So please, Justin, what is your favorite hero? My favorite hero, Paul, isn't just one hero. Oh. He, oh my. Is, he is a hero, is resurrected as a hero. Resurrected, huh? Okay. The timeline is kind of confusing, and we really don't know where uh, what happens, and when it, when it happens, or why it happens. Oh my god, I know! But the answer is Link. <laughs> Yay! <Zelda>. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, think, think, about, think about Link for a second. In every variation of Zelda have you ever played. Um, I mean, he is the essence of what a hero is in my mind. <laughs> this, I got thrown in some crazy situation, and I guess I'll just have to save everybody. <laughs> Why not? Yep. There's no question about it. It's like, of course I'm going to do it. And it's like yep. just being super brave all yep. the time. I mean, granted, you don't know what he's thinking or what he's saying or anything. But <laughs> yep. He just does. He just does it. That's it. That's all he does. He just... Well, you know, I'm going to go save the princess. I'm going to get all the Triforces. I'm going to go on a boat that talks. I'm going <laughs> to... And I'm I won't turn, talk back to it. I'll just I'm be scared of it. 
I'm going to turn into a wolf because I was told to. I mean, he just does whatever yep. he's supposed to do. It doesn't matter. He, mm-hmm. You know, he just he just goes for it. He's he's brave. He, he never stops. I mean, granted, because we're the one making him do all this stuff, but still. That's um, true. I mean, every, every, every version of, of, of Zelda. I mean, like, and I think, like, as you get to the later ones, when you start getting a sense of who he really is and, like, you know, when they start kind of giving him a story, I guess, even though it's simplified, you know, it, the, the link aspect of the story is never really fleshed out. Sure. It's but, always it's still kind of mysterious. But it doesn't matter. I think, like, honestly, the, the best one was uh, Ocarina of Time, where he's just, like, a fairy kid in the in the woods mm-hmm. that's different. And it's like, oh, you're the destined uh, hero of time. Because he always has some sort of name associated with him. Yep, yep. Or something. But I just, uh, I don't know. I just like Link. I think he he's a hero that anyone, like, would look at and think, oh, he's, you know, you look up to him and you would I don't know. I don't know how much you could add to it. I know you like like the Zelda games, so. I yeah. I mean, there's, uh, man, like I, I thought about Link, and it's just like I, I was thinking about him for my favorite as well. Like it's it's such a tough one too, but yeah, I, I guess maybe if I had uh, been playing Breath of the Wild, this would probably be Link, but I mean, he is just like absolute hero like there is no question about it like you know what you have to do and it's such a simple like task in there it's like save this person mm-hmm. um, but stones. it's so hard at the same time it's yeah. so hard so you start from nothing and you just build yourself up and it's kind of good that he doesn't say anything you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's like it's okay for us to just like kind of be quiet and just like do the right thing mm-hmm. we don't have to you know make a big thing about it it's just like yep I got to do it. I know I got to do it. He, he's like kind of like, I guess, a, a more of a modern day Hercules. Think about it. It's like, uh, bear with me. It's like he has to always go on these journeys. It just does it because he's supposed to do it. Yep. It, it, it is not really much else to that, that whole motivation. He's just doing it because it's like, well, this person's in trouble. He gets a, he gets a sense of what's wrong. Yep. And it's like, okay, uh, you need to do this. You're the destined hero. You don't have a choice. You're the only one that can do it, so you're gonna do it. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'll go do it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's certainly like, it's not like, you know, you could have the choice and be like, nah, forget it. I'm not gonna save her. You know, <laughs> I'm just gonna go do something else. <laughs> like it, it, that's what makes him so. Horrible. My favorite iteration of, of 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 Link, though, I have to say, is Wind Waker. Because I feel like yeah, he's, the one that truly, he's the one that's really, truly a hero in my mind, eyes, honestly. Because, like, he, he, has, he had a sense of emotion. Like, because lo- his sister gets kidnapped. He actually has, like, sort of, like, an a, a actual attachment to the, the mate, to, to, to somebody. Yeah, because that pirate, that pirate girl was so freaking mean to him. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tetra. <laughs> well, she sells eventually. Are you She's still like, crying about your dead sister? Like. <laughs> She's so mean. <laughs> and then she'd always do that like very long, elongated wink at you sometimes. Oh yes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but no, I just I, I I love like he he like Ocarina of Time definitely gave Link up sort of like a, a, a sense of like 
personality a little bit, like who you who Link was, but then whole history to him. Yeah, then uh, Link, uh, Wind Waker was just like perfect. Twilight Princess was okay. I I didn't mind that much as much. I loved it when it came out, but like I don't I don't think as fondly on that game as I used to. Yeah. For some reason, there's nothing wrong with it. Just it wasn't my favorite. But uh, no. There have been better. I, I I will agree with you that Wind Waker is certainly a very fun game to play, and like mm-hmm. from his perspective, and it's because he's like tiny too. You kind of like you're rooting for him. He's like he's the underdog. Yeah, I love his like his, his like inner, his animations of like when he's like stealthing around. It's like yep. him just like really nervous. It, like <laughs> it's such like a kid a kid move. Like the mm, I'm kind of squinting. That means I'm hidden. Like if I can't see you, you can't see me. <laughs> and then the, the the music in that that whole game, it's like when you're in the barrels, and it's just like you're walking around the barrel, and then the guy, like the little like moblin thing, notices you, and it goes, "Bing!" Like, yep. <laughs> like it's so nerve wracking. <laughs> but now I think Link, uh, you know, he's the, he he is the hero of Hyrule. Like, there is no, I mean, granted, that's why it's more, it can be more than one person, but it's always Link. Yeah. Um, you know, granted, he can, you can name whatever, whatever you want, but he's Link. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be a boy like Link, so call him Link. Mm-hmm. But that's what I think is, is so good, too, is like your character, you don't have to name him Link, but it's like most people will, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he definitely, uh, uh, stands that that name is something that is like destined to be like you know it, it, it just starts off by the first game where it just automatically I think says Link. Mm. I think that's where it stems from. Well, it says it in the little like screen, like as you're um, oh, that's right. waiting to press start. Like it, uh, it says like Link, hero of Hyrule, must you know? <laughs> Have you ever seen those uh, memes of like well not memes but like screenshots of like people playing Ocarina Time and they changed his name to my, my dude. Oh yes. <laughs> I've seen that with uh, my dude. And then, um, what I as like a name, <laughs> what I, like it's, it's like, they're always surprised. Like what I, <laughs> <laughs> I did totally off topic. Just because we're talking about this. When I played final fantasy seven for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I was playing with uh, Josh, and I think uh, we named all the characters, like, middle school-type names. Okay. So I think it was Cloud was ass, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Tifa was tits. Uh, I don't remember we put Barrett. I don't remember. But. But. <laughs> no, I already did ass. I had to something. <laughs> but but is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a what it became hilarious because it was like tits and ass. You're gonna go down. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, Lord. the simple pleasures of RPGs. Anyways, what what is your favorite hero, Paul? Well, it's hard to to contend with that one, but I will I will say mine is a in an unlikely hero one that i uh, got thrust into an adventure uh got to witness many uh many wild and wacky things along the way but still in the end never lost his cool and that hero is uh bilbo baggins 
from oh, the Hobbit. Nice. I mean, he's he's like he's us when we're at our best, and also sometimes at our worst, like when we're just like eh, I want to stay home and just eat and be comfortable and not like bother with the outside world and what's going on. But he gets kind of like put uh, into situations where he can be like really cruel or he can be compassionate and he like learns to be compassionate and, uh, and that changes him as like a hobbit. And that's why every other hobbit thinks he's like strange or weird um, because it's like he has seen beyond like their narrow vision and he knows there's a greater world out there. And it's like, he knows like that they shouldn't take for granted what they have. So it's like, I don't know. I, I remember um, seeing this thing about uh, actually, I actually worked on a project about this when I was in uh, undergrad about Bilbo Baggins being like uh, Odysseus from the Odyssey, but completely different. Like they're presented with the same situations. Like both of them, when they come home, they're like houses are a mess. Like they're in disorder. Odysseus is like wife is being hit on by like 30 suitors and Bilbo's family is like auctioning off his house and like all of his, you know, possessions. Mm. Well, like Odysseus comes back and kills everybody. Bilbo <laughs> just, Bilbo actually comes back and pays for it all. Like with some of the gold that he got from the dwarves, he like mm. buys back the stuff that was auctioned and just like, he's like, okay, just like, please leave. I'm, I'm home. I'm not dead. And yep. uh, so like their homecoming is like, very similar but very different and that's why i like bilbo you know yeah. he's he's very like no like the right thing to do is not to hurt people but i have this gold you know i'll give them a little and you know i'll just get my stuff back because i can afford it <laughs> he's got a heroic heart i definitely think i got that impression more from the animated film of the hobbit you know than, uh, the, the first the hobbit movie first Hobbit movie is not terrible. Like, well, there's terrible parts to it, but like the heart of it is good. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it certainly made me think that, um, what's his name could be Bilbo. I forgot the actor's name already, but you know who I'm talking about. Oh, uh, the, Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember his name. I don't, I don't know. the. He was in name. Sherlock. He's not Sherlock. Yep. He's John Watson. No, the first, the first live action. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Fine. I'm saying like the animated film back from like the what the oh no no I agree I agree but I want to I w- I don't want to like completely throw the way the movies even though they're pretty terrible um, mm-hmm. some of it is is still pretty genuine and good to the to the intruder yeah, they, they just they they try to fill it with too much stuff I feel like it could have been yeah. just, I mean I think it could have been a good du- duology maybe but yeah I thought good. maybe two movies would be perfect for it because you could get to the like like the same thing like they could get to like lake town like just about halfway through the trilogy but well they chose to do what they did and isn't that how they end the first movie anyway is they get to the lake town no in the end of the first movie they see the mountain of erebor they're close and then in the second movie eventually they they do get to lake town i think that has the barrels in it yeah, the barrels. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's from. No, no, Bilbo's an awesome. I mean, I thought of some Lord of the Rings characters. I mean. Yep, me know. too. And I, I, that, those are my the rest of my shoutouts. That's why I didn't have any others before. <laughs> like Gandalf <laughs> like, I mean, and Aragorn. They're also, like, they're also good. Like Sam, 
awesome. Heck he, yeah, Sam. Sam, Sam is, is great. Is like Sam is probably on equal footing with uh, Bilbo as as a hero because mm-hmm. I mean even the film portrayal I think is, was really done like super well. I mean you can't top Rudy. No, no. I think I think they knew exactly what they were doing when they casted him. <laughs> and we got Mikey and Rudy. I mean, what else? What else? Can you, we, we can't go wrong. <laughs> and I really uh, love. Uh, I got a shout out Ar- uh, Aragorn there, uh, Viggo Mortensen, because the character in the book is much more like self confident and kind of boastful almost. Mm-hmm. I like I like the way he plays him much more subdued and much more like, you know. Con, uh, like contemplating things and kind of tortured, you know. Like he, he, does, does, he he doesn't have the confidence to to take the throne. Pretty much. No, exactly. Like because then it makes you root for him. You know, you want him to. You want him to gain that confidence by the end. Because if they just if they just had him be like, yes, I'm the rightful king to Gondor. You know, from the beginning, uh, then you know it wouldn't have been as good. It would have been just like a flat character who doesn't change at all. So mm-hmm. I no, thought it was a good choice. All, there's so many good heroic people in that. I mean, fantasy seems to bring, I think, that heroic uh, persona like out in the light a little bit more. Yeah. There's something. There's something about putting a sword in someone's hand. I know, right? <laughs> I gotta I tell you, I love, I love when he, um, when he finally gets the, uh, what is it, Andrewil, the Flame of the West. You know the reforged sword. Like it still gives me goosebumps every time when he just—not even when he's like killing anybody or anything or like fighting with just it. Holding it. Just it's just holding hold. It. Like when he finally actually like takes it and unsheaths it and he does it like super fast and it's an enormous sword. You know, you're yeah, like, we'll holy just, shit. Well, just think about when you get a sword in, in, in Zelda. I mean, to go to back to Link. Oh yeah. It's like when you finally oh, get God, the master yes. sword. It's like it's always the moment that you're like, I am, I am a true hero now. I'm ready to go. Yep. I got the Master Sword. It doesn't matter what variation it is. It's all about getting the Master Sword. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just something about that sword. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it's just from ages of stories that just kind of got ingrained into our society, like, you know, from King Arthur and all that stuff. And, you know, it's like... It's weird. Conan it's weird. the Barbarian starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. That, that had a significant influence on my life. <laughs> <laughs> The two Conan movies are like my favorite movies for a few years <laughs> between like the ages of six and nine. Oh man. I love those movies. I man. really, I really want us to go back and just see how many times we brought up Arnold Schwarzenegger in conversation. <laughs> He's great. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about him. He's great. I feel like he, he sneaks his way in every, he's like the Batman of our, of our podcast. Uh, yeah. He's taken over Batman's spot. And, and like, we've mentioned Batman very little today. <laughs> we've been very good, but secretly he's my super favorite, but no, Bilbo Baggins is great. <laughs> well, good choice. Good choice, Paul. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you have anything else, any other heroes to bring up? Uh, the only one I wanted to briefly mention, and you could share this one with me, is uh, Commander Shepard, whichever one you choose. Yeah, I saw I'm that too. Shepherd, I did... And I approve this message. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, wow, that is a really good pick. But I'm like, everyone plays it so differently, so I don't really know if it's an answer or not. <laughs> I mean, I like it from from my experience of trying, especially in the first game, to make him like a pure paragon and getting getting the bad guy to shoot himself, as we talked about in our favorite boss battle episode mm. so 
he still holds kind of like a little kind of like an he's got an Ezio place uh sized place he or, he or she true i always played him as a he and you always played him you always played shepherd as a she you play everything as a female true how do i roll and my, my mentality is that i'd rather look at a girl's ass than a guy's so <laughs> they are usually drawn better <laughs> Anyways, moving you on. Red-blooded American, you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you red-blooded American, you. Red-blooded American. I like my ass is nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, why don't you tell us what's on the schedule for next week of our three-part well, series? Our next, our next episode will be favorite villain yes. to continue our trilogy of. Uh, what was the name of our trilogy? Episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't called it that, anything except that have trilogy. a theme our theme of things um but yeah we're going to talk about villains whether or not they're villains to the heroes we brought up we don't know yeah and then yeah. maybe next time i'll have an answer to the surprise topic i know because if you don't you'll have to pay the penalty that i'll find <laughs> out what it is we're just going to hold off all my answers for surprise topics until the last episode of the trilogy so <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're off the hook next time. You'll be making the surprise topic for me. I look forward to hearing what it will be. You better be ready for it. You better make sure you have an answer. I'm going to try. I'm going to study up on villains. <laughs> We're just going to talk about Angel Grove's juice bar again. Jim and Juice Bar. No, no. Angel Grove Dojo Jim and Juice Bar. <laughs> that a dojo? <laughs> Wasn't it? it? I thought it was it, a dojo, too. It's not technically in the name, but anyways. <laughs> I like the name better. <laughs> Ernie, good job. Good business model. Mm. Um, but yeah, this has been... Uh, do you want to take us out? You can take us out. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing too much. This has <laughs> been Playing Favorites. I'm Paul. And I'm Justin. Let's do it again next week.